Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Chilling Nay podcast, your premier VGC podcast. I am your host, Rashil, aka Conkledonk VGC, joined by Tom Hayden. Ryan, are you excited to defend your title as the metal, Meta Recall Game Champion? Hey, you know what? I was at Toronto, so you like to, I'd like to hope that like I have a decent gist of the meta, but I also played seven Trick Room teams, so maybe not. <laughs> so seven maybe geniuses? Not. <laughs> Wait, tell me, what did we'll you say? We'll see, we'll see. I, seven I'm geniuses looking... is what I said. Seven geniuses running Trick Room. Love it. <laughs> All right, well, that's... Let's dive right on in into Toronto. So, yes, uh, was it two weekends ago? I think uh, no. Um, yes, it recording. wasn't the weekend that just passed. It was the weekend before. Fire. Yep. And I already um, feel like we I had gone to an event in weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, so we just had Toronto regionals. Um, our very own Sableye was there. So I will. Congrats to Chup Across. For winning the yep. event with a um, if, for the fourth win for his two in Arcanine, by the way, this yep. uh, this season, which is crazy, um, four for four, and um, beating uh, Paul Chua in the finals. So Chupa was using a Torn, Flutter, Rilla, Ursh, Chanpao, his two in Arcanine team. So strong performance from Chupa. He's now earned his invite, and um, we will be seeing him at Worlds. So. First, I want to just toss it over to our own Sableye. He was there at Toronto. He competed. So let you kind of have the floor a little bit and talk about your experience. First of all, I will jump into that in a second. But first of all, Kyapa is such a strong player that when I found out that that was his first regional win, I was shocked. Because, like, when I started playing this game, Kyapa was already playing this game and was already, like, a top-level player, right? So... Finding out that that was Chepa's first regional win is actually insane to me because, like, he's such a good player. I feel like it definitely should have happened sooner. But definitely congrats to Chepa for the win. Uh, yeah, no, my my experience, though, I mean, I just kept playing Trick Room, okay? Um, and it's not like it's a bad matchup for a team, but it's definitely not like this is the best matchup I could have or this is something I really necessarily want to be playing. Because when you go against Trick Room and you're using balance like I use... It's one of those things where every match is going to be brain power. So now I have played, I played six straight to start the day. By the time I got to round six and I played that six Jeez. straight trick room team, like not trying to make excuses, my, my, my brain was mush, okay? My brain was mush. Yep. Obviously I started 4-0, I started strong. Actually 4-0, 8-0 in games, which was incredible. I don't think I've ever had that kind of start to a regional. And then obviously I had the stream set versus Ryan, the battle of the Ryans, if you will. Uh, spoiler alert, I did lose that one. But I took game one there and I'm like, why am I 9-0 in games right now? I've never started like this. And then unfortunately just Ryan obviously on the other end played really well with that team. Lost that one. Lost the next one even more so. Uh, just got absolutely throttled by another Trick Room team. And then, uh, you know, at that point it was like 4-0 to 4-2. And it's like, wow, this feels like garbage. And unfortunately couldn't turn it back around in time. Lost the next one. So 4-3, and three, I was out of it. And then just really unfortunate, really unfortunate end game for the tournament. Managed to finish 5-4, get some CP. But not what I was there for. Not what I was there for at all. But it was a good tournament. Well, dude, this was the first one where... Uh... They hit the top 256 mark yes. too, right? So this yep. is the first one where 5-4 actually got CP mm -hmm. after we were hyping that up in the beginning. Yep. 
Yep, no, huge for hitting the kicker. And for those who didn't uh, watch the stream match yet, could you just remind everyone, say, like, what team that you brought oh, yeah. uh, to Toronto? Sorry. I was, was cool running team. the... Uh, was cool team? I was running the uh, Baxcalibur Ninetale stuff. So if you guys remember the six uh, Pokemon that Ragov brought to, was it Sacramento or Peoria? Whatever, whichever Sac regional it was back then. I think it was Sac, but... Yeah. Right, it was running Very those cool. six. Very it was Ninetales, Baxcalibur, Rillaboom... Uh, Landorus, Heatran, and you know, this is funny because every time someone would ask me what six I was running, I would always forget one, and here I am again forgetting <laughs> a Pokemon. I just cannot remember all six, and it's always a different one. It's not like I'm forgetting the same one or a different... I'm always forgetting a different Pokemon, so I don't know, but it was that team, okay? <laughs> My brain is broken. <laughs> love that. Love that. Very, very cool. Well, um... Congrats on getting points, and we'll talk a little bit more about just the uh, world's path and um, locals versus regionals and stuff like that, um, but very much a marathon, not a sprint. Mm -hmm. um, but want to talk a little bit about also just like the takeaways that we have from this uh, meta. So we have a, actually a very diverse um, top eight, um, probably one of the most diverse top eights that we've seen all year in terms of teams um, and like Mons used. Um, so I'll uh, shoot over to you, Tommy. Any first team that you want to kind of point out? Yes. Yes. Let me scroll back up to the top eight. Yeah, because oh I think God. there's one there that I feel like probably vibes with you quite a bit. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah, the dude, his name is Illusion in-game. The Psy Spam. Yep. Enzo Racy. I think it's Racy. I hope I'm yeah. Racy. R-E-C-I. -E I think it's Ricci, Ricci. I actually don't know, but I, I think it's... That's why I wanted to pull up the name before I said anything. I was like, I can't mispronounce the name. So sorry for mispronouncing <laughs> yep. the name. He has Size Spam. He has Ursaluna Blood Moon, which I absolutely love right now. He has the uh, hybrid Tailwind mode with Torn and the Flutter. He has the Rain... Oh, he doesn't have Rain Dance on Torn. I thought he had Rain Dance on Torn. I don't know why I thought so. I think I made a version of this team, and I put Rain Dance on Torn to help out my Urshifu. And, oh, my God. So, there's a lot of stuff built in because he has Brick Break because screens are a nightmare for the size Spam Trick Room mode because you need to break it quick. He has Grass Knot. I think it's for a specific Ursaluna Ur match or something like – I think it's for a specific matchup, you know? And, like, there's so many different things built in like that. The Booster Energy Flutter Main with just the standard Protect uh, Shadow Ball Dazzling Gleam Moon Blast. No Icy Wind. So, that kind of leads me to believe it's uh, Special Attack Boosting too over Speed Boosting. The Terra Psychic Armorage is something I've fallen in love with personally. Oh my god, my light went out. I just gotta turn on the computer again. But I've fallen in love with Terra Psychic Armorage, and it, the extra damage output with the Helping Hand from the Ndidi makes a huge difference. Safety Goggles Ndidi, so Amoongus isn't an issue. In Trick Room, you could just follow me, and the Safety Goggles spores away, so nothing else goes to sleep. And out of Trick Room, your Armorage outspeeds, so you get Expanding Force. The Blood Moon Ursaluna with the Terra Normal Hyper Voice is awesome. Throat Spray is something I don't love on it, to be honest. Um, I He's made it work. He obviously made it work getting this high with it. I haven't. I don't like the damage from Earth Power without the Throat Spray boost. So I feel obligated to Hyper Voice when I run this set. And that's why I've been liking Life Orb on this more if I'm using this. And that's where I've been using Twisted Spoon on Armorage. But then my Armor Cannon or Heat Wave does less. So they're using Armor Cannon over Heat Wave. I personally like Heat Wave right now, the double spread on Armorage, but he has Wide Guard as well, so he's probably worried about other Wide Guard users. Uh, also having Swords Dance and not lowering the attack 
I mean the defenses from close combat having brick break. So now your brick break becomes formidable after a sword stance. It does suck you have to sword stance. But at the same time, there's so much built into this team right here. Like, I wish you could fit an Oranguru on it too. I wish you could fit an Oranguru somewhere. Because then getting able to being able to armor cannon or expanding force twice, being able to sword stance and then surging strikes twice, being able to blood moon, hyper voice th activate the throat spray, then hyper voice again. It's like, oh god. It's so cool to see. It's so cool to see. I absolutely love Enzo's team, and I'm sorry I've been talking so long. Oh, there's so much to break down in there. It, there's it so is, much. It and it's, like, really cool to see. He's probably been tweaking this for a while. It doesn't... It, you could tell when a team is just basic, kind of, you know, and when someone's been doctoring some stuff. Because there's some normal stuff built in with then the uh, other stuff. So it's really cool to see. Like, I'm, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of Enzo, and I'd love to hear your guys' opinions. Uh, Conk, go ahead. You yeah. haven't said much. Yeah, so I think it's a really cool. So in Sacramento, we saw top eight Brian Collins get top eight with size spam, but it was very much hard trick room. Very much, you know, get trick room up, just click expanding force. Um, but this was a different take on it where it was more tailwind oriented team with Torn. Trick room as an option with Ndidi and um, Armourage both having trick room. And mons that could function in and out of trick room, you know, you can have, um, and I, I don't know the speed stat on this blood moon, but there's people off guard with, you know, okay, blood moon outspeed some stuff in tailwind. Same with um, Armourouge and Ndidi, like their speed stats aren't bad. It's usually people run a little more, run closer to min speed, but you can run, um, you know, you can run modest or something like that, or um, have a little bit more speed, catch people off guard, go for those fast expanding forces, not have to take a turn to just set up trick room. Um, and so that's really nice. And um, just a really, really cool team all around. Um, did you want to say anything on it, Sableye, before I hop to the to the next team? No, go for it. Just jump jump on over. I'm not a big, like I said, I'm not a size fan yeah. believer, but it is a very cool team. <laughs> yeah. So I think the other one that, like, we just need to talk about is Jamie Boyd's team because this yes. one is incredible. Um, so, and people, and I think people can get really caught up in like, okay, let me use some off meta mons and stuff like that. And I think it can be a dangerous trap to fall into, especially if you're a newer player, because using those good mons that are high usage are like, they're good for a reason. They're high usage for a reason, reason. But if you're one of those like high level players, like, Jamie Boyd, you're able to kind of identify certain pockets in the meta where you can use off metamon, and he was using Thunderous Therian uh, with Assault Vest and uh, Terra Blast, like Terra Flying Terra Blast, um, and then he was also using Ogre Pun, but Ogre Pun just uh, Teal Mask, so the Grass version uh, yeah, with Razor Claw. Yep, with, with so it gets it has defiant and so it get with razor claw and had ivy cudgel, yep. tantrum, sword stance, spiky shield, um, so really cool. So, and then substitute um Urshifu with no aqua jet, um Hisuian arcanine's obviously there, and then uh, terra poison, booster energy, roaring moon, and a goldengo, life orb goldengo, very very cool team. Um, we got to see this team on stream actually, um. And it's just, I think, very cool. Like, I always am in awe of um, certain players. I think there's, like, some very famous team builders like David Kutesh. Like, um, you know, Cortex is a, a very creative um, team builder like Jamie Boyd um, that can just build these off-meta teams but 
do so well with it. It's not just let me use my favorite Pokemon mm -hmm. and you know maybe I'm gonna go you know three six four five at a regional and that's what it is. It's these guys who have very intentional reasons for using these off meta mons and they're able to take it to heights that you wouldn't expect you know a thunderstarian to do in you know reggae no exactly and jamie has been doing this for a long long time of finding these off meta picks that end up working because he's he's such a great team builder when it comes to being able to look at what's doing well at the current meta and saying hey there's a serious niche for x pokemon here whether it was salazzle way back when or the thunderous and ogre pond right here right and yep. Ogre Pond is one of those, like, Ogre Pond base form is one of those Pokemon I think everybody just forgot about because of how strong the water and the fire ones have been slotted onto teams. Because yeah. Defiant, you Terra, and now you get a speed boost. So not only can they not, do, they not, do they not want to intimidate you, you Terra, and now you are faster than stuff like Flutterman. You're faster than stuff like the Shen Pao, right? And, and this is just a Pokemon people forgot about. You also have access to an item. And having an item on your Ogre Pond is still incredibly broken. Yes, you don't get the attack boost that the wearing the actual mask would give you. But having an item, it just allows it to be so much more, right? The Razor Claw and the Ivy Cudgel already boosting your crit chance immensely right there, right? Just never know when you're going to crit. And sometimes critting is good. Who would have thought? <laughs> right? Like, but, but more importantly, I think the Thunderous is almost more so slept on, right? Because I think the Ogre Pond is an incredible call. I don't think it's that off meta. In fact, I do think it needs to be picked up a little more because like I said, it's a very good Pokemon. But Thunderous Therian is I think the, the bigger meta call here. And it's that, that flying type. That flying type stab that normally you see on that Landorus. You know, you get the Terra Flying Landorus and you try to blow stuff back that way. But with Thunderous, not only now do you are you still realistically walling out Iron Hands because they're not going to be able to wild charge you. Drain Punch does effectively nothing if you build it bulky enough, right? And obviously you resist a Heavy Slam as well. So you're walling out uh, Iron Hands that way. But now you have Terra Flying or Flying Coverage that cannot be intimidated. So you never have to worry if your Calcs are going to be busted or not. You're like, oh, do I normally kill Amoongus? There's nothing they can do. I'm killing Amoongus. Obviously outside of like Snarls and stuff. But special flying coverage is very, very hard to come by right now. Obviously, you see Torn everywhere spamming Bleak Windstorm. And it's an incredible move. And I think having Thunderous and identifying, hey, Thunderous is actually kind of cool right now, I, I think actually makes this team really, really cool. And then obviously, the good stuff's on the rest of it. Just close it out. Yeah. And, like, I think the big thing that you hit, it's like, Lando, you can go for the Terra Flying Terra Blast. Now, suddenly, you're weak to wild charge right not, not with thunderous theory you're still as a pure elect uh pure flying type you just have volt absorb volt absorb and you're still just walling out yep. iron hand stuff like that and then i think even like just clicking wild boat storm <laughs> and having the 30 percent chance to para either opposing mon is also crazy i mean like paralysis is just like there's some speed control for free yep and you get the chance that they're not going to move. Like, it's just super strong. So um, congrats to Jamie Boyd for a really, really cool run. The really cool team. Um, well, and last one I want to bring up. This. Like, yeah. even his world's team. Shout out Billo for piloting it to day two. Like, that was a Jamie Boyd special. Yeah, that was super, super cool. 
Um, yeah, he's he's a usual suspect for these cool teams. So watch out if you see yeah. Jamie's Boyd's name on the regional. Look up his team. It's probably got some cool tricks on it. <laughs> yep. And then uh, Justin Tang with yep. the uh, Salamence. Oh, mm-hmm. The Salamence, um, not the Roaring Moon. We see a couple Roaring Moons in top four, but uh, he brought back a series two rain team um, with the Pelipper, the Salamence. Um, Iron Bundle, Iron Hands, Amoongus, uh, Goldengo, and we were able to see that on stream as well. Um, and I think Salamence, that was a cool pick. It's a, it's a, been a really cool spot in the meta where, you know, like you we were saying, that special flying coverage that can't be intimidated, um, just strong Draco Meteors. It was a Scarf Salamence. Um, so really, really cool pick. Curious on on your guys' thoughts on Salamence in the, in the meta. Yeah, Tommy, go for it. I'll jump in after. I mean, Choice Scarf Tailwind's weird to me. I love seeing that. It's for specific matchups. He's not going to click it every game. But, like, again, that's one less move you could use in Trick Room against me. So it's like, that's the way I've been thinking. That's that's exactly... I use Choice Scarf Taunt on my Urshifu, so I'm, like, throwing stones from glass houses, too. But I, I think it's just for niche situations. And seeing that out of a player like Justin is so freaking cool. He's like, wait, I can make this mod work. I need an Intimidate user... Oh, flying coverage is OP right now. I think everyone's realizing that, too. Like, flying coverage mm-hmm. is great. And having the natural flying dragon type, dragon defensively, is something that we've seen Goldango's going to. I did it with Ndidi and Beast Coast. I think it's a little outdated on Ndidi because there's not as many Ogre Ponds now. But just having that natural stab, Draco Meteor hits like a truck. Uh, what was it? It was Hurricane, too, right? Let me pull up the team. Yeah, it was uh, Draco, the... Hurricane, Air Slash, Tailwind. Yeah. And having double flying. Like, see what I mean? The flying coverage is so good right now. Having icy wind so that when you sit the tailwind, you outspeed everything and their mother. I don't care what you're on. Like, you have the Pelipper to set the rain so that your hurricanes are 100% accurate if you want to go that route. So if they can't change the weather on you, you lead the Pelipper. You have 120 stab base power special attack move that hits every time. Yeah. It's and can, like and can confuse you. 110. It's 110. Right yeah. Now. Oh, it's yeah. not 120. No, it's 110. I think. 110, 110. But yeah, right, it's concept still. Concept stays the same. It's really cool to see him, and I hope more people are inspired to bring creative picks like this, mm-hmm. well, and are inspired to do things like Enzo, like Jamie, like Justin is, and going with like a lot of the, you know, basic mods we've seen. Like Justin has an Iron Hands in a bundle. But mixing in the set that we're seeing him use with the Salamence, mm-hmm. and even Amoongus went down in usage. So now Amoongus is better than it was. So now are we going to see Amoongus pick up in usage? I think so. Then are people going to start prepping against Amoongus more? Is it going to the cycle repeats? <laughs> like, how is this going to wave and flow? And I'm excited to see that, too. And, and just one of those players that can take advantage of that more than everyone. Yeah. Tommy, that, in my opinion, is the biggest downside to having short formats. And having the format cycle so often. I'll get back on that point in two seconds. But I do also want to mention that this team that uh, Justin had also was run by a few others as well. Uh, Gavin Michaels probably being one of the more uh, notable ones in that pool as well. They also managed to finish top 16. So they actually just missed out on uh, cut as well. Just uh, with the same team. And once again, it's that it's that special flying coverage identifying when you want to bring it. And it's just a really, it was a really good meta call, I think, for what was expected at Toronto. And it worked out. But like you said, Tommy, and I want to make this point because this is why, like, I'm upset with short formats. 
And people ask me all the time, it's like, oh, it's, it's good. It keeps things fresh. And yes, it keeps things fresh and I respect it. But I think getting the format just to be, doesn't need to be like a full year anymore. That might be a bit excessive. But I think having a little bit longer formats, because right now we're going to see this format develop because we still have all of November. We still have all of December. We actually had three months this time. Right. So we're going to see. more events in North America, though? Pardon? We only have one more event yeah. in North America, though. Which is a little unfortunate for the timing. But at the yeah. same time, you're still going to see this meta develop because we still have locals and stuff, which I'm sure we were going to get to in a minute because I believe that was on the uh, I can't wait the docket for today. But like yeah, just seeing these meta shifts, right? Like in the past formats, right? Like this would be we'd be mid-November right now and the, the format would be cycling very shortly, right? And like no one would want to innovate. This would be the end of the meta, right? But mm -hmm. seeing this rain is super underexplored right now, Justin, Gavin, they just proved that, proved that right? Ursula Blood Moon yeah. had a great showing at Toronto, right? Now, where it's is this meta going? Year. This meta yep. has so much potential and underexplored room to grow. We had two Ogre Ponds in top eight. Neither were fire or water. Who would have thought that? <laughs> Who would have thought that? Yeah. You know, it, oh, it's crazy. the meta needs time to develop. So I'm happy this meta is getting the time to develop. Uh, obviously, there's still very obvious strong pieces. You know, you've got your Torn Ursh. That has been dominating. You've got that Hisuian Arcanine that's won the last four events, right? It's There's obviously strong pieces, but I think there's tons of room to be able to capitalize and take down these strong pieces still. Totally agree. Totally agree. Um, so, I guess we're just talking about it, so I want to kind of transition us to talking a little bit about, um, I think, just the world's path, and we can kind of take this wherever we want, but I think... Um, after going to a couple, you know, locals and MS, like local MSSs and stuff like that, I think there's also a different way to approach those, you know, mentally, even some teams. And I think we all have had um, a bunch of experiences with all that. So I want to kind of leave the floor open and talk about just like locals versus regionals and just like the grind of the, the world's um, path. So I'll, uh, I'll open the floor and let one of you kind of start. Go for it, yeah, Tommy. Go for it. Go for it. So I feel like I've been talking a lot, and I'm sorry if you guys are tired of hearing my voice. It sucks to suck. Come on, but... Tommy. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. I love that I'm on the local grind this year. I'm not going to many regionals. I'm not making that push for Worlds. But I'm having so much fun going to the PCs and MSSs in my area. I actually skipped an MSS to play in Moxie Stress Cup. I went 0-2 in Moxie Stress Cup, so it didn't go as well as I had hoped. But, uh, and Chuppa won that MSS. Then there was MSS in Connecticut the next day and a PC on Long Island. I'm like, hey, I think I'm going to stay local. So me and my friend Jacob, shout out Scrawl VGC, amazing TikToks. We go to the Sunday local and there were only three other people because everyone was so excited to go to the MSS that every good player in the New York area went to the MSS in Connecticut over the local PC. It was crazy to see. Yeah. I couldn't believe there were only five people there. And... um. We were talking about this before. Jacob, I told Jacob I was being all cocky. I told him I was bringing my 222 Dozo Tattoo, Lily Cole, Side Spam team. And he was like, I need practice into Tom's team because I know I'm going to see him at the local. And he ended up winning because, like, that practice is so valuable. And, like, knowing who you're playing against at these locals is such a more interesting dynamic. Now it's like, I think I'm bringing Side Spam again to the local. I think I'm just going to keep rolling with it. And people are going to have practice if they know I'm going. They're going to be like, I need practice into Tom's team, which is a cool feeling. It's like, damn, okay, if people know I'm going to the local, they're going to have their side spam matchups ready. Yeah. At the same time, it's like, oh, 
Like that kind of stinks, but it's like really cool to see how much of a smaller pool of people it is, how much closer knit we can all get. Like I love Gyro, I love Mezzi, I love these guys that I've been seeing. I love P Dons who organizes uh, some of them. I love like all these people that I see all the on the regular basis that like the local community in New York, I'm blessed to have them. And they're all really good players. Again, I think I've said this on here before. There was a Staten Island local, 6.30 p.m. last season. And there were 10 players there. Six of us day two to NAIC. So those are the, yeah. you know, like, yeah. I love seeing the level of competition in my area. And, uh, again, getting only five people, me and Jacob were like, all right, we better get one and two. And we walked out of there one and two, which was cool. But at the same time, I wish I beat him for the final, you yeah. know, because it was only three rounds of Swiss. So he goes 3-0, yeah. I go 2-1. You know that we were in the we were both two well going into the final match. We avoided each other until then, and um, I'm gonna see him at every local because we carpool together. Me, him, and Chupper are gonna go to the one on uh, the MSS and the PC in uh, the 11th. That's a carpool crew. Me, Chupper, and Scroll. When we walk into locals, it's so cool seeing people's faces when they look at us too. They're they, like, "You walk in, we they look at you. They're like, do I have side spam answers? They just, they just go add the dark type onto their team real quick. Dark. Yeah, and then like." We walked into a local that was the same weekend as Peoria. And the reaction was, wait, you guys aren't at Peoria? Oh, crap. Like, <laughs> that was really cool. That was really mm -hmm. cool. And it's, yeah. like, really cool to see how, the like, you know your local community. And, like, playing with the same people. I like to now reach out to people I meet at the locals and ask for best of threes. Say, hey, I don't know what your regional schedule is like, but, like, let me start getting more involved with my community's people. Like, let me start getting to know the Pokemon players in my area a little bit better. And uh, that's been really fun as someone who's only played online and started during COVID. So, like, the locals are still fairly new to me. My first MSS was the Pittsburgh one. Yep. So, um, it's really cool now going to the local scene on Long Island in New Jersey. In uh, I'm not going to go to Pittsburgh or Philly. Uh, well, Pittsburgh's way too far. But Philly, um, Connecticut I can make it to so, so occasionally too. But, like, I haven't gone yet. So, it's like, I'm so excited for the season. And, again, to meet more players in the Long Island, New York area. I'm, like, so happy about it. For sure. I couldn't be more happy about it. And uh, it's really cool. Again, I got second place at the Long Island place. It's called Gotham Games. And uh, I got second place. I lost to Jason Tang. He won the big Q-bone. I was so mad. <laughs> I needed to hit Helping Hand in game three, and I didn't. Yeah. And I thought that I would KO, and I, I didn't. And I was like, ah, I lost the big Q-bone like that in the game three. So walking out second place again with 16 points. Just like, oh, I need to win the next Gotham Games PC. I don't care who's there. Yeah. I need to win the next one. It's yeah. December 3rd. I circled it in my calendar. And um, I'm coming for that title. I'm coming for those 30 points, even though I'm not going for Hawaii. Because it's like, I'm having so much fun in the local yeah. scene now. Like, that's become my competitive itch. That Instead of traveling to the regionals this year, because I'm taking it more easy. Local. And uh, I'm just so excited that that's been able to work out. Local. And local. I know Canada's have a, a really cool scene. So I want to hear Ryan about your scene because uh -oh. you guys have the similar locals too. See, locals, in my opinion, are part of the big reason why I'm still playing this game. And just the people, right? It's the people why I still play this game, right? Yeah. And locals for that especially are amazing, right? When you're in tight with like your local community. And I really want to put this out there. When I, like before COVID, when things were going down, right our locals weren't that big we had maybe 10 or 11 people nothing crazy so coming back after this pandemic and seeing locals resurge this year and being there just like few events in october seeing the venue full with 23 25 people right that was an amazing feeling because we're seeing all these people that have started playing through this pandemic 
and are now coming yep. out and just having a blast with everybody, right? Because like, it's one thing to play Pokemon online and then send a message to your friend after and talk to them. But talking to people in person and actually playing this game in person with other people is such an incredible experience. And it's nice to be able to do without the stress of a regional sometimes, right? Sometimes, you know, yep. you go to a regional and you just have a bad day and you don't really want to talk to anybody. It happens, right? You got to brush that off, but more so on the local side, right? You know, you lose a few games. It's like, ah, whatever. There's going to be more locals, right? And I think that's always the best way to approach a local is there's always going to be other locals because they tend to, they're obviously more often and uh, more frequent than the, uh, than the regionals, right? So, you, you know, worst case scenario, you have a bad time, but you're not going to have a bad time like, an experience-wise, but mods might be bad, right? You might lose, like, you might go 0-4, but who cares? I'm out there, I'm having a good time, and it's really interesting to see how you play when you're not stressed versus when you're stressed. Because yes. I'm a big culprit to that. Because when I play stressed, I do not play well at all. But when I play not stressed, like going into the last couple locals, I went 5-0 and in Swiss, and the local after that, I went 4-0 and in Swiss, right? It's when I'm not playing stressed, I play so much better. I play so much more relaxed. And it's it's incredibly, it's crazy how much variation in your gameplay that actually happens. And having locals allows you to see that. And like Tommy said, just the people, just hanging out with everybody at the local regardless. I vibe with everyone there. Right. And there was a dude, I, and I wouldn't expect to vibe with everyone there. Like one dude was wearing a wolf mask and I was like, what? And then like, he was fun. He was cool. Like no. it was like, yeah, no. And yeah. He put it up for game three only. <laughs> he put it up for game three only. Chuppa tweeted about him too. He was and a really cool dude. You and know, was like, I love locals. Okay. You can't not yeah, love like, locals. And it's just one of those things where it's like, yes, you say Tommy, like, oh, I might, you know, people are going to counter me specifically. Right. And it's, it's one of those ones like you can't go into a local. I don't think personally trying to counter team everybody because you're never going to be able to counter team yeah. everybody. Sometimes maybe someone's going to bring something else. But I do think it's interesting at locals, you keep that local scene in mind, right? So like, oh, hey, I'm going to a local here. For me specifically, I have a lot of hyper offense players at my locals. So sometimes me yep. running balance, it's can I keep up with these guys? Because yes, we do have our fair share of balance players, but then we have players like the Jesse Romalos, the Marcus Dion's who are always out there and they're trying to beat balance, right? So I have to keep in mind that people at my locals are trying to break balance. So if I'm going to roll up to a local with balance, I've got to be certain I have my matchups covered, right? Yep. But I think it's time we let Kong talk and Kong say a few things because uh, <laughs> Rufio's just sitting there I just like nodding his head, waiting. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, Wait, Rufio. can I intro you before you talk? This man just doubled his point total at two MSSs this weekend. Absolutely crushed it. Yep. Please tell us about yep. how the locals went for you this weekend because you absolutely crushed it, my friend. I can't wait to hear about you, like your experience at the locals. And I missed the Connecticut one. I wish I went to it, but you crushed it. Yeah. And I'm so proud to hear that. Thank you, man. Yeah. So I've been having, so like I'm like Tommy, I started during the online era. And so I like locals, like I went to a few earlier this year that like, were non-CP locals. They were just, like, for fun um, and, like, for, like, some money. And so I was like, okay, I'll go. And I'll play in those. And um, met some people there. But, like, not... There wasn't, like, like the normal turnout because it's not, like, a CP local. And yep. I think, like, now that it's, like, started more, 
but there's like actual locals and what's great for me is that there's like a venue that hosts locals that's like a two minute drive from me which is oh, like so that's so perfect. So are you kidding me that's crazy one is so close to me like it's literally like a five like like it's an ex- it's not even an exaggeration to say it's like a two minute drive like it's literally like two to three minutes it's that's... crazy it's so nice <laughs> just go home between um... rounds come back <laughs> Dude, if you play Trick Room, you can. Yeah, go home between rounds. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, forgot Um, my Swift. That's okay. I'll be right back. (laughs) No, literally, like we had. So it's crazy because on the sun. So this past weekend, there was two MSSs that I went to. Um, There was one in Eastern Massachusetts and then one in Connecticut. And the Connecticut one actually had a lunch break because everyone wanted a lunch break. And so I was like, I can literally just go home and then come back. Like, I don't like. Why am I still staying here? But I was like, oh, I'll just like talk to everyone because like, yeah. again, like you said, like, it's just like fun to be in that environment and be talking to like and seeing the same people. Like when you when you make friends like from across the country and you like see them at regionals, it's so, so exciting. It's so much fun. The issue is like, I unfortunately am not going to be running the same local scene as Sableye. And even for me and Tommy, like he was going to come to the Connecticut one, but it's still, it's still quite a bit of drive. Like, for me to go y'all to, de- y'all decided not to come up to Toronto for whatever reason. Y'all hate me or something. It's over. <laughs> I know. Honestly, honestly. It's um, my mother's birthday. Bring your mother. <laughs> um, that would be hilarious. Um, if Tommy just pulled up with his mom to the local. Um, having both well, I got of them family play. in Buffalo too. I actually did try <laughs> to sell that. I said, hey, mom, can we go up to Buffalo for the regional? You know, there's Lizzie and Charlie. She's like, I don't, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Unfortunate. Um, but yeah, I think like it's great because it's funny because you'll see people post on Twitter like all the whole weekend about like their own locals and stuff like that. And you'll see some like I person locals like Tommy went to and stuff like that. And then the two MSSs I went to, I had three <laughs> regional champs show up. So the first MSS, I had there was Pengi was there, Sohabe was there, Zhejiang Zhang was there, who was like the Milwaukee regional champion mm-hmm. in twenty two, um, and I forget there was a, like a couple other like Adrian Hurley was there, like yep. holding lay, um, so like a few other people there. And, oh, Zachary Weed, um, who just got tenth at uh, at Toronto. So of a lot of really strong players there, and I had to play all of them pretty much. Um, <laughs> but I ended up getting second in um, the regional again to a friend of mine, Sohaib, who like it was funny because we were talking like the whole tournament. We like literally were talking from before we like showed up. We were like we showed up early. We we're talking for like half an hour, and then we showed up. We were talking the whole time. It was just fun, like hanging out with a friend, and then we ended up facing each other in finals. It was just such a fun experience the whole time and we were just like trash talking each other and then he's um, a fun person to trash talk with too he's so so much fun fun. i love so much and then the next day i um and and in that run i had to i beat adrian hurley i beat zachary weed i um after losing to him in swiss i beat Zhang, and then i lost to sohaben finals so already just like and and just like say what i was saying i roll up to locals with so much more confidence and less stress than i do even though they're like my schedules are sometimes just as stacked like it just was but i'm just playing so much more stress-free that it was like i i like had a gut feeling i was like i'm gonna cut like i'm gonna do doesn't matter i'm gonna i'm gonna cut and i was able to get points and get second and then the next day uh, the one in connecticut and lorsi's there kappa shows up um pangi's there again 
Um, Zachary Weed's there again. There's, it's there's a ton of people. There's like thirty people and another really stacked group. And I beat Pengi on the way. I beat Chuppa and round. I get, I get paired with Chuppa you got a round. Stacked one. schedule. I got yeah. paired with Chuppa round one, and I was like, oh lord, like either <laughs> this is gonna be a great start or. I'm going to have to win four sets in a row just out of I remember you messaging, and you were like, I got chump, yeah. but I want I'm like, so you just win. Just just go win. Go win. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just proceeded to win. And so I, I lost game one, too, and I was like, Here oh, man. Here we go. <laughs> and and I was able to pull it back, win that set. I beat Pengi. I beat I faced um, my friend KD, and then he ended, I've ended up facing him um, in the run back and cut, but... Uh, he beat me actually, and then I faced um, yeah, I faced a couple other people, but yeah, really, and then I had to face, so I faced KD, and then I faced Chupa again in top four, and that he got me in the run back, but um, it, just another really stacked schedule. But what I loved about it is like I was just hanging out with friends the whole time too, like just talking, and like even Lorsi, like I hadn't really ever talked to Lorsi before a PC that happened at the same venue like a couple weeks ago. And I showed up and I got second there and I actually faced Lorsi in finals. And afterwards I was like, hey, do you guys want to just like go get yep. dinner afterwards? And we just talked for a while and yep. became friends, you know? And like, yep. I think that's such a great thing. Like we're able to do that. Sure, you're able to do that regionals and there's usually these really big groups and stuff like that. It's a little bit harder, but I think these people that you see consistently at locals and stuff like that, you're able to say, like, hey, let's just hang out a little bit afterwards or let's just talk throughout the event. And like, it goes by a little bit quicker. You're playing a little bit more or less or less stressed. It's just so much more fun, and I think the big thing is, you. We have 500 points that we need to get this year if we want to go to Worlds, and it's really hard to just get that from regionals or from ICs. Like, locals help really help you chip away at that. So, like, I've gotten over a quarter of my invite, and half of that was, I got 50 points from Sacramento, and 100 points from locals. So far, pretty much. Like, yeah, give or take. 96 what is the exact breakdown of MSS best finish and PC best finish? Both are six best finish. And so, like, theoretically, you can get 480 oh, for points. Oh, for me, so far, I've gotten uh, 50 points from Sacramento, and then I got second at MSS. So that's at an 40. MSS. And uh, then yeah, that's so 32. Far, yeah, and then I got second at a PC, and then top eight. And then top eight at a PC. Is that um? It's 30, 16, 12, and eight for top eight. Yeah, something something like yeah. that. I mean, it, either way, yeah. regardless, I think locals are an incredible opportunity not only to start earning CP as well, but also to try some things. Because yes, I think this yes, is something yes. I really want to mention. Is back in twenty twenty two when the circuit started picking back up and all we had were these regionals. Now I'm the type of player that once I vibe with a team. I feel incredibly confident. I start learning the inner, the ins and the outs of the team, and things start going better. But until I vibe with that team, I'm playing scared. I play not very confident in myself. And all of 2022, it felt like that to me because I didn't have a team I vibed with. But I had to take a team to these regionals and these events that was known to be good because I didn't really have anywhere to really experience. Obviously, you test with your friends and all that. Right, But playing a team at a local sometimes, even if it's just an experimental thing, allows you to say, okay, yeah, I'm really vibing with this in a tournament setting, as opposed to maybe another team you bring in and go, 
yeah, I'm not really vibing with this. It's a good team, but it's not really for me, not, not really fitting how I want to play things in tournaments. You know, whether sometimes it's like I know players that just love winning in two games or losing in two games and moving over. Sometimes they bring a team, and I've actually heard them say this at locals, is this team just wasn't for me. I had to think too much, and that's completely fair. You know, it's this is what you have locals for. Like I said, you're allowed to have a bad tournament at a local. You're, about, you're allowed to have a bad tournament whenever, right? Like, you're not always going to win, right? Like, yeah. But at locals, the pressure is just doing poorly. Is like, it can happen. I can try some things. I can fine-tune a team. Like, leading up to a regional, hey, I'm going to bring a team that I'm debating bringing to a regional. You know, no real regionals coming up. I might try some things, right? Maybe experiment with a new play style, right? There's That's where I'm at. Right. I would have never brought Dozo to a local if I had a regional coming up. I would have been like, I got to experiment and really just right. test out what I'm bringing to the local. And but then, I mean, to the regional. And now that I'm like, oh, I'm not going to a regional for a while. Let me try out this 2-2-2 team and just have fun and see how we do. And, and I think and like, yeah. that's the difference yeah. in what locals provide. It allows you to test stuff in a tournament setting still because, let's be real, showdown best of three ladder is cool. It's a great adjustment. It's great to have. But there's only so much that's going to tell you because I and I believe 90% of the other community, the rest of the community, you guys can back me up or just be like, Ryan, you're crazy. But I play showdown sometimes and I'm just out there clicking buttons. I'm just like, oh, yeah, they can do this. I can do this. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, no, that actually makes sense. I, I don't know why I didn't think of that. You know, I just get on showdown sometimes and I click buttons. So being able to have the experience and being able to like lock into tournament mode at a local, but sometimes with a different team, like a testing team gives you that yep, advantage yep. going into regionals. I think at least, I don't know. Locals are super important. Locals are super fun. That's my stance. Uh, go to your locals. If you have them guys. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Can't recommend it enough. And it'll just help you. Cause it's hard to make friends online sometimes too. Like in terms of like, um connect like chatting with people after a tournament and stuff like that right but that's really easy to do at um an irl local and stuff like that just being part of that local scene will really help you just have fun playing the game right that's what we're at the end of the day that's what we're doing here we're just we're having fun playing the game and it's way more fun to do that when you have people that you can constantly you, you can literally just hit them up say hey like you want to like meet up for you know just being friends like you know you want to meet up and hang out or you want to like test teams together you can do that it's, it's just great. Um, for the sake of time, I'm going to push us to the meta recall game. I, I don't know why I started calling it that, but I just did. We still need a real name for it. But I we have a new we defending champion. Game that doesn't have a name. Still don't like that, Tommy. I still don't like that, buddy. Uh, I, I think and I'm we are doing it. day one this time. So um, Tommy is the host after being the reign champion. I'm the captain now. No, I uh, now am the champion the now. Get out of here, Tommy. I am the I'm champion the now. Here. I'm the host. <laughs> you guys are stuck with the tyranny of Tom. All right, take it away, Tommy. All right. No, you guys got to take it away. Who wants to guess first? Who, call, so Challenger uh, goes first. Uh, for those of you real quick that don't know the game, uh, basically we have the top 12 uses stats pulled up, or in this case, Tommy has them pulled up. Uh, you get a point for I'm guessing a mod that's too. on the... On the top 12, and you get another point for guessing the percentage. If you guess the mod and not the percentage, the other person could potentially steal the percentage. Uh, most points after all 12 mods have been guessed wins the game. Uh, I am currently reigning champion. Conk, go for it. All right, cool. And this is Toronto Day 1. Yes. You should stats, correct? Day 1. Specifically, cool. want to say why we chose Day 1? 
because, oh, well, uh, because we I think we all saw a thing, yeah. yeah, on Twitter where Ogre Pond didn't make day two, so we knew that like yeah. there would be no Ogre Pond forms in yeah. terms of the top twelve. Yeah, the top twelve it didn't make day two, so we knew that going in, so that's why we we chose day one. But so day one, I'll say Ogre Pond Fire. Rectamundo. Okay. Okay. Cool. And I'll say. Hmm, Say 29% usage. I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Say 29% usage. You are incorrect, sir. Ryan, what is your guess? Uh, I'm going to go 25%. Correct. So, all right, yeah. Wait, so it's Ryan. 1-1 one, one one, one coming into me. <laughs> uh, what number hey, was that? that was close, too. That feels I'm, bad. All right, wait. What number was that? What position? It is 10th most used at 23.8%. Oh, that's not getting there. So you, if you guessed one number higher, you would have been wrong by point two. Yeah, but I didn't Ryan. guess one number higher. Let's go. <laughs> um, All right. Uh, my shot now. I'm Once again, I like just getting the obvious ones out of the way because they're easy, right? I'm not going to mess up early. I'm going to go Fluttermane right off the bat here. Um, you would be incorrect. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I said, I'm going to go Fluttermane. We know that thing's up there. It's going to be either 1, 2, or 3. Uh, I'm going to take a gamble and say 49%. Correct. So you got two points there. Fluttermane is first at 50% usage for day one. Yes. Okay. Oh, he... your turn. All right. I'll go... Uh... I'll go Iron Hands. Yep. Correct. And I'll go 45%. 45.3, you got it spot on. Nice. So it is three to three tie. Ryan, it is your guess. Uh, what, what, was, uh... Was number two? Oh, so yeah. Fluttermane is number one at 50%. Yep. Iron Hands is number two at 45%. Ogre Pond Fire, number 10 yep. at 23%. Uh, I mean... You gotta go. We gotta go. We're gonna might as well might as well just go down the list now. Lando T. <laughs> uh correct. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna okay. go forty-one percent. You are also correct. Is it at forty point three percent? So Ryan, you have five points after this turn. Conkit is your guess. It is was the third most three? used mod. Third okay. most used mod. Correct. And you said it was forty. So it's forty exactly. Forty point three. Perfect. Okay. So right now. Am I correct? That we have five to three. Five to three. Yes. We have Fluttermane okay. first, Iron Hands at second, Lando at third, with 50, 45, and 40. And then we have okay. Ogre Pond Fire at 23% used, 10th used Mon. So we have four, okay. five, six, go... seven, eight, nine, eleven, and twelve. I'll go Urshifu Water. Correct. That would be good, yep. And this is where it's I'm a yeah. little <laughs> I'll go thirty-six percent. You would be incorrect on that guess. Brian? Urshi Water, I feel like Conk is right around it, though, because I would have also said 36-ish, and I would have also gone with it. Um, so I know it can't... The question is, do I think it's higher or lower? Because I'm going to actually... I'm going to say lower, and I'm going to drop... Conk's at 36, so 34 would also have gone correct. I'm going to go down. I'm going to say Urshi Food Water at 32%. 32% is in... Yeah, incorrect. Ah, it was close though. It was close. Twenty nine point two percent usage for Urshifu. What number was that? Twenty nine point 
so it is the sixth most used mon at 29.2% usage. Your guess was 0.8 points off, yeah. Ryan. So we've got what, five to so four we, for myself uh, going into my turn? It is five to four for yourself. Bringing it to your turn, we have the fourth, the fifth, the seventh, the eighth, the ninth, the eleventh, and the twelfth mons left. Yeah. I am kind of hard blanking right now on what other mons are here. Um, this is actually yeah. kind of embarrassing. Like, like I know there's meta. Um, you know what? This thing always sneaks its way onto this thing, so I'm gonna go Arcanine Hisui. Correct. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it always finds its way on. So when in doubt. It does. Um, what do I want to do here? What do I want to say? It's not the never that high there. either. I'm gonna go Arcanine yeah. Hisui. I'm gonna go sit around eighteen percent. You were correct. It's twenty point one. Let's go. Oh my god. Wait, Wait no, so no, that's it... wrong. That's no. wrong. No, I'm he off. Was wrong. He was I'm two point one away. I'm off. Your point I'm point one off. Wait. I'm point one off. No. I was going by the first number. No, but it needs to be two point oh, two points, so he's point one percent off. Tommy And I took the point out of the game. Like, oh. Um I guess we'll just It's Kong's point. Kong gets it. That's fine. Point, and if, if it ends up being a one point difference, we'll come up with some we'll come up with something. No, I, I mean to be fair, like that's fine. I mean I'll give the point to Conk. I, I mean generally when these types you of things happen, it's a commentator error. It would have gone to Conk. I mean, I don't no, think Conk was going to guess too much. What he would have guessed? We don't know what he would have guessed. Yeah, but I mean, I would have guessed, guessed something. Guess 18, yeah. If you guessed eighteen, there's no chance he's guessing twenty. Right, but he might have guessed twenty-one. Yeah, <laughs> I can't I give him the point as a host. I can't right, so we're just going to take the point off the board then. Yes, exactly. All right. So now it fair. is six to four going into Conkledonk's turn. Okay. And I apologize for the host error. Everyone everyone can now see that this game is rigged against me. Um, so if I <laughs> lose... Now, yeah, I'm no, the one out here me. missing by point ones. <laughs> Tweet all complaints at uh, Conkledonk VGC. No, I'm kidding. To at Tom Hayden 27. Tweet all, all right, complaints. wait. Oh, so where was, where was Arcanine ranked? Yeah. Uh, the 11th most used mod at 20.1%. Okay. Um. All right. I'll go Ogre Pond Water. Correct. Okay, and I'll go with twenty-five percent. Incorrect. Right. Okay. Ogre Pond Water. I feel like this thing is used less than the Fire one, but I also think that like it's a lot more slappable than the Fire one. I think the Fire one actually needs a better team. So because I think it's a little yeah. bit more slappable, I think I'm gonna go up to about twenty-six percent Ogre Pond Water. Incorrect. It is at 32%. Wow. Exactly. Is that fifth? And it is the fifth most used mon. And it's what, six to five now? It is six yeah. to five, Ryan. You were up. We are missing the fourth what, most used mon. It was what, 33%? 32% as a fifth most used mon. Okay, so I'm going to oh. switch over. I'm going to go. I, I, I finally remembering some of these meta Pokemon now. I'm going to go Tornadus. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Tornadus is on the board, so that is your seventh point. What is its usage? Uh, I'm going to try and just start speeding these things up, guys. We're somewhat short yeah. on time, but... Uh, Are we? I'm 30, having a blast. 34. 34% Torn. You are incorrect. Rasheel, your guess. I'll say... Is it more? What <laughs> would be higher? Usage. I'll... Uh... 
I'll say 36%. Incorrect. It is actually my lucky number, 27%. Wow, is that what? Oh, eighth man. or seventh? Lower? Eighth. eighth. Eighth most used mon. So let's do a recap right now. It is seven to five. We have the fourth most used mon, the seventh most used mon, the ninth most used mon, and the twelfth most used mon left. All right, Conk, up to you. What is your guess? Hey, just had one too. Shoot. <laughs> um, I am gonna guess. Oh, uh, ooh, did this make the top twelve? Amungus. Incorrect. Ooh, <laughs> that's okay. kind of crazy. The door has been opened. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, something I'd actually am pretty comfortable being up there. I'm going to go Heatran. That is correct, Ryan. That is your eighth point. And what is his usage percent? Uh, I'm basically trying to figure out if Heatran is going to be about seventh or ninth. And I have to kind of make that call. I feel like Heatran is probably seventh. It was picking up in usage. And because I think it's in seventh, I'm going to take the guess at 28%. You are getting very good at this game. Correct, my friend. It is at 28.3. So you have nine points. You have nine points, and Rasheel has five. Rasheel, it is your guess. Again, Heatran was the seventh most used mon at twenty-eight percent. There's the fourth most used mon, the ninth most used mon, and the twelfth most used mon left. Am I blinking on mon? Oh, I, I think I might be out of guesses as well, Rasheel. I'm. Uh... There's a very obvious one left. I'm not going to lie to you guys. There's a very <laughs> obvious one yet left. I'll go Chienpao. That is correct. Okay. That is your sixth point. Chen Pao. How much was it used, though? Uh, I'll say 25%. Exactly on the money. That is your seventh point. He's right back now in Now it is a 7-9 game. Ryan, you were up. And that was obviously the ninth, was the uh, point, ninth place mod, right? I think it has to be basically... Sorry, I did not clarify. Correct. Yes, okay, ninth well... most used mod in the fourth and the twelfth. Rillaboom. Correct. Yeah. That is your 10th oh, point. Yeah. And I think that seals it because there's only two mons left on the board, right? Well, you have to get well, this point. You have to get this point first, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. I, I, have to, I have to get this point exactly. Um, if you get this usage stack correct, then you win. Is it high enough to be fourth? I'm going to say it is high enough to be fourth, and I'm going to say 35%. That is correct. It's at 33.3. Let's is your go! 11. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah, no, that's... No, 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 Conk, you play this out because, like, can you... If you get yeah, to... Yeah. No, regardless, even the point Tommy took from you, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I was about to say, does that come into play at all? It doesn't, no. it doesn't. But I honestly don't even know what this 12th mod is. No, well, let's just start rapid-firing, I guess, at this point, because... All right, King, King Gambit? Eh. Goldengo? No. Eh. Bundle? Nope. Dragonite? Yes! <laughs> right, that is your 12 point. What is its usage stat? Uh, 18. Wrong. Okay. Honk? Bring it to 8 points. Uh, 15? Also wrong. 12.6. Alright. Oh, wow. That's a pretty big right, jump off. That's a pretty big jump off from 11. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, twenty yeah, percent. Wow. That's kind of crazy. So day two numbers are kind of crazy though. So I'll send a screenshot of the day two numbers. Yeah, right I know now. you got a Moongus creeping in there as well. Iron Bundle creeped into day two as well, I believe. Right? I believe both of those two creeped in. Okay. All right. Well, and Goldengo. 
we're, angle we'll, angle, we'll yeah. flash it on the screen, um, but we're running low on time, so I want to get quick LAIC predictions before we wrap up. So one bold take, one bold prediction for LAIC. I got one. Start. Go for it, Tom. All right, go for it. A bird is going to do very well. A bird? A bird. Yes. Okay. Just like a bird Pokemon. Yes. I don't want to say which one yet. So I okay. feel some pressure now because for those of you that have been listening, <laughs> I've so, been... Wait, hold on. So he... we Actually, we need to save Stabilite for last because okay. he is our... He is our Puxatani Phil of Pokemon. He is... He can predict the future. He is, he's just been spot on with all his predictions. So we're gonna this this segment is now officially been this is Sableye segment. We're just the openers for him. So you have to you you go last. I'll go next, and then you can you can close this off. Um. All right. My hot bold prediction is that I'm gonna say Iron Bundle makes a has multiple appearances in the top eight. That wasn't the bird I was talking about to clarify as well. <laughs> I forgot that's a bird, but yeah, that's that's true. But yeah, I'm gonna say multiple appearances <laughs> in the top eight. All right, now see our pucks of honey fill of Pokemon. What bird Stable. are you talking about? So here's the what, thing, okay? Uh, I have actually been so far off of the meta analysis recently. Like these last few predictions I've made have felt really, really strong. This one I'm not so confident in though, okay? And my prediction here is we are going to find how do I word this? We there is going to be a better answer to Torn Earth, and that answer to Torn Earth is going to win the event. And Torn Earth is gonna get second. Torn Earth is gonna get second place, and the answer to Torn Earth is gonna win. Very cool. Very interesting. I got I, nothing, um, guys. I got nothing. <laughs> I I Bird. this is gonna be interesting. Tornersh has is gonna get second, and the answer is gonna be that I got two iron bundles in the top eight, and Tommy's got a bird winning the whole event. So <laughs> no, doing maybe well. maybe maybe iron bundle is the Tornersh answer. That's the bird that's gonna win the event. We'll see. We'll <laughs> That'll see. be crazy. All three of us. <laughs> I, I could it it could fit. It could fit. All right. Well, that's. I'm talking that's about a specific bird. I'll let you know next episode after it doesn't <laughs> after it bombs out of the event and we don't see one. But. We'll see. We'll see. But all right. Well, that's it for us. Um, hope hope you all have a great time playing at your local scenes. Yes. Please, everyone, go to your locals. Super fun. So much fun playing Pokemon. We will catch you guys in two weeks. See you guys, Bye, everyone. Love you. <laughs>